I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family. Thank you for joining us for this ex- this week's extremely special episode of Live Your Best Life with Mila's Right. And my precious guest joining me for today's conversation, you're going to be so empowered. She and her husband are the founders of Pour It Out Ministries. They also co-host two television shows on two Christian networks. They are revivalists, evangelists, prophetic intercessors. They are, most importantly of all, they are deep, deep friends of Jesus. They have the most beautiful relationship with him. So you are going to learn a lot. She's also an author. You're going to hear a little bit about her new amazing book um, as she begins to talk with me today. It is my joy to welcome into the conversation Jodie Hughes. Jodie, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Liz. G'day. It's my joy to be here. I just love you and love your heart. So I'm so excited. I love you too. And I'm excited. I'm excited for our conversation. I'm excited for everybody to get to know you a little bit. I mean, many may already know who you are, but some won't, you know. So so can we start there, Jodie? Will you just share with us like how you first met Jesus? Yeah, well, I grew up in a Christian home in the Salvation Army, which in Australia, I like to say, and maybe similar in the UK, but in Australia, it's very much a church. In Australia, it's, in America, it's more a social organization. Uh, mm. But so I grew up knowing Jesus. I don't remember a time I didn't know Jesus. However, I want to be really clear about this. There were many mark moments in my life where Jesus became real for me personally and not just real as an understanding or real because my family believes in Jesus and we show up to church. And so there were many moments along that journey and actually a couple of key fear of the Lord marker moments where I really knew, hey, there's a cost to following Jesus and I need to take this on for myself. Obviously still the joy, but uh, I think many of us will know what I'm talking about where I knew I need to choose and I need to choose today to not live with one foot in and one foot out, but to live wholeheartedly for Jesus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So share with us like one of them that was like a life-changing moment for you. Yeah, I think I think in my very early 20s and um, I was really living literally look the the bottom line in I was living one foot in one foot out I was living a compromised life I knew that Jesus was real I knew that uh, I had a call on my life and this was largely related around my call and I remember being invited out with a group of people uh, to go out into Sydney actually on this particular occasion and I knew what would happen it would just be us it wasn't necessarily a bad event, but I knew I would just go out with everyone I'd be drinking I'd be doing whatever and um I remember sitting in my lounge room and it was like the fear of the Lord dropped on me. And in that moment, I knew the Holy Spirit was saying to me words like, Jody, are you going to take the call on your life seriously? Are you going to choose me? And I knew in that moment there wasn't an option to put it off. I knew that if I put it off, I was going to miss something. 
And in that moment, I remember sitting there in my uh, living room and just weeping before God and just going, I choose you. And I didn't go out that night with my friends. I stayed home. I put worship on. And um, within a very short space of time, I had said yes to going to YWAM in New Zealand. I had dropped a whole bunch of stuff in my life that was just completely unnecessary and wasting time. I'd left my job in Sydney, bought a one-way ticket to New Zealand and went over to New Zealand. And to cut a very long story short, that's where uh, I met my husband, Ben, and we've been in all forms of ministry ever since. So it really was one of those moments. And and here's the thing. When I went over to YWAM, I applied to YWAM 13 days before it started, which is a ministry organization for those of you, missions, uh, if you're not, you know, unawares. And my husband applied on the same day, 13 days before. And I often think back to that and I'm like, imagine if I had not taken the urgency seriously of getting my life right and taking the pursuit of God and and the call on my life right. Not only would I have missed whatever God had for me, I would have missed being at that with my future husband and all that God had. I'm so glad in that moment I just took I took it seriously. And I think there's probably some of us listening right now who have had that call on your life for so long. And Mm. the Lord, it's a season where it's not a season to put off till tomorrow what God is asking of us today. It's a season to do it today. And there's always grace, but grace empowers us to walk with the Lord. It doesn't give us an excuse to put it off forever in a day. And so I just encourage you, friend, there's a window right now. There really is a window. We're jumping in deep right away, but there is a window right now to not miss what God is saying to us and Mm. not miss the joy and the grace that he has for us to run hard right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can feel the presence of Holy Spirit. There is, there's an urgency for some of you that are watching right now. It's really important. Hey, cause he, cause the Lord's bringing your life back into the, in, into the timeline, you know, into what yeah. he has for you. And like you yeah. said, if you hadn't responded in that moment, Jody, you didn't miss your husband, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it's know. just the wisest thing we can ever do, isn't it? When we hear his voice, we feel yeah. him and we know that he's communicating with us to stop and to listen and to get yeah. back onto the trajectory that he's got for us, you know, cause it's our yeah. destiny, isn't it? Yeah. It's just amazing. And okay. Yeah. So fast forwarding, cause of course then your life was put on track and then you said, you know, both of you just then went into full-time ministry Fast forwarding. It's been a a windy road of many things. We've been missionaries. We've planted churches. We've been senior pastors of churches. We were on staff of a mega church in Australia, uh, running many different events and projects in ministry. So there was a long, windy journey, but it culminated Mm. after being um, on staff at a mega church, which was wonderful. God added many things into us. But in our hearts, both my husband and I came to this place of going, God, if this is all there is, I don't Mm. want it. There has to be more. And there was a hunger that rose up within us. And again, Mm. I know many of us can relate to this journey. You may be there now where it gets to the point where you're like, this is all good, but there's got to be more. I'm desperate for more. I'm desperate to see more of what God's doing. And that led us into a five-month period of fasting and prayer and worship. And my husband and I would spend Virtually a minimum a minimum of eight hours a day, sometimes longer, up to 16 hours a day, which sounds crazy to 
many, but there was a grace for it of just worshiping and pressing in because we were so desperate. We were so hungry that there just must be more. And that culminated with an angelic encounter in the middle of the night that literally woke us up. We both saw an angel standing on the end of our bed. This was not our regular experience. As my husband said, he'd never had that happen before. I'm a seer. I'd seen some things, but he was like, this has never happened. We both shook. We screamed like little children. It led into a dropping of the weight of the fear of the Lord, which led us to um, the Lord speaking to us from Zechariah 4, which talks about, uh, it starts with, as a man is awakened in his sleep from an angel. So uh, we knew that God was speaking to us, but it talks about the golden oil, the oil of God's presence being poured out on the lampstands, which is the churches. And God Mm. spoke to us and gave us a mandate and a call. And something shifted that day. He said, you are called to pour out the oil and power of my spirit in the nations and the church. And from that day, literally everything changed. I could talk about that forever, but literally things changed. The phone started ringing. The way we ministered started ringing. Our encounters with the Lord started uh, uh, just shifting and and the way we ministered shifted. And that really led us into uh, now what we're involved in, revival ministry in many different forms but my goodness God is good (laughs) he's so good wow Jody oh my gosh he's amazing isn't he he's amazing there is nothing more incredible in life than journeying with Jesus I mean really and you obviously do I mean your passion for him and your passion for people to Uh experience his presence and to walk in the fullness at really knowing who Jesus is and really moving in signs and wonders and miracles as you guys do now and I mean your passion for that lifestyle is contagious I mean it's amazing talking with you okay so I know when we were having coffee together in America you began to talk Talk to me about what happened, what broke out in Australia that ended up in full-blown revival that affected thousands and thousands of people there and around the world. Okay, just tell people (laughs) a little bit of what happened because it's just an amazing, amazing story. It was glorious. So we were traveling the the nations doing ministry and missions and God put a, a call in our hearts to go back to Australia. We ended up on the Sunshine Coast, Queensland, Australia, and he said, plan a church to host my presence and prepare for revival. And so we went back, planted a church for three and a half years. We just contended day in, day out for a move of God. And it broke out in 2016. It literally just something shifted. That's the short version. We were already experiencing a level of God's glory and presence. But I tell you, the day that something shifted, we all knew that something shifted. And uh, I'll never forget, actually, my daughter lying on the ground, who was 17 at the time and ended up leading worship for the entirety of the revival every night. I remember seeing her lying on the ground, just under an encounter of the Lord. And when she came to, it was like an hour and a half later, she came through and was like, I've seen Jesus. I've seen Jesus. And she literally had an encounter with Jesus walking. I get emotional talking about, because I'm like, well, every single day of the pressing in for a move of God was worth it to see the look on my daughter's face when she got up off the ground. And it, uh, to cut a very long story short, we ended up in a tourist building in Queensland, Australia, that was known as the big pineapple because it had a 50 foot pineapple out the front. And so (laughs) we never called it the pineapple revival as it became known. 
everyone else started calling it the pineapple <laughs> revival. They were like, have you heard? Revival's broken out at the pineapple. And people just started coming. People got in their cars and drove from one side of Australia to the other. One of the greatest things that was happening there was just contagious um, joy and excitement after the presence of God. We saw every kind of miracle, many people saved, many healings, but there was just a excitement in the atmosphere for Jesus. And Australia is not known and has not been known in the past as being a religious nation in the good sense of that. It's it's something that started breaking out where we saw busloads of Aussies coming and lining up to get into the building where the presence of the Lord was. It wrecked our hearts. It still wrecks my heart. I'm hungry for more now. We've got to have another move of God right now. And thank God we are in the season where that is breaking out in the nations, right? Yeah, right. It really is. Oh, my gosh. Just tell us a little bit like, so what was it like when you felt the shift happen? And because yeah. we're all so hungry for more, aren't we, all of us? Yeah. What was it like? Like, what was the atmosphere like? What did you start to sense and see happen? Yeah. Well, there's an electricity in yeah. the atmosphere that we had experienced, but it was greater. There was just this like, you come alive. Revival literally brings you alive. Revival revives you. It revives people. It revives uh, communities. It revives, uh, may the, uh, the, the radius of revival extend, that's my prayer, because you want that reviving mm-hmm. spirit to break mm-hmm. out over cities and the over whole world. That's yes. right. Yes. But you could feel it in the air. You are shaking. You're on edge. You're like, whoa. And then you add into that the weightiness of his glory, where literally you can feel a weight of holiness and awe of the Lord. And wow. what we started to see break out were just things that had not been normal or Uh, normal in such an increasing manner. So we started to see whole families on the altar, literally whole families, where some of their children had not been in church for maybe decades. Suddenly they're on the altar, uh, all coming to Jesus, some of them for the first time, others just having an encounter with the Lord, but they're literally rolling around face down on the ground together, families together. And some of them we knew initially, those kids have not been in church forever. And here they are with their parents on the ground. And we'd see little children that just flat out on the ground for hours. I mean, like sometimes from three-year-olds on to to 10-year-olds that would be on the ground for hours. That does not happen without the spirit of the Lord uh, impacting little children. And they're under an encounter. We ended up with a ministry team of little kids that would just run around and they were so activated under the presence of God. Like I get weepy thinking of it, that they would just walk up to people and put their finger out and say, Jesus, and Adults would fall flat on their back and be healed or have an encounter with Jesus. Our youth were activated. We saw youth come in off the streets, some skater kids I'm thinking of one night who walked in off the street and ended up giving their life to Jesus on the microphone. I remember one of them turning to his mate who was clearly skeptical and he looked at him and said, this is real with tears walking out, just running down his face to his mate. This is real. This is real. I can feel Jesus. And that captivated a people. And before we knew it, there was a contagiousness in the atmosphere and people were literally jumping in their cars and driving to us. We were not a big church. We were a tiny church. We were in a 
place that you had to decide to come to if you were going to go there. And yeah, people would just jump in their cars and come. And there was such a weightiness and a joy of the presence of the Lord that it touched hearts and revived us that Jesus is real. And when I say real, I mean real, that he wants to, I know you know what I'm talking about, but it's different when suddenly it's like, oh my goodness, Jesus is moving everywhere all at once. And that has marked us and wrecked us. I've got to see it again. I've got to see it again. Oh my gosh, Jodie, thank you for sharing that. I mean, my gosh, my spirit's just like full of Holy Spirit right now, full of life. Do you know, it reminded me um, a number of years ago, I was speaking in Alaska and literally uh, there was a shift, like you were describing, there was a shift in the service and Holy Spirit came into the the center where we were and began to move powerfully. And it was so sovereign, his heavy, thick glory presence just began to move. We all knew like the people that were hosting me, that all of us were like looking at each other. And then suddenly people started, grown men began to run down spontaneously to the front, to the altar. And there was a river of the presence of God that was tangible at the front. And literally they were out loud, just began to confess their sins, get right with the Lord. There was just power pouring out over everybody then all the children I literally stopped speaking let God be God in the midst of us and just sat down and then all the children like you just said all the children started to come little tiny ones and there were first nation people and people there from all backgrounds you know and and the little tiny children started to come around me and follow me and they were going what's that and they were watching people falling out under the power of God everywhere and they'd say what's that what's that and I would say to them it's holy spirit it's jesus it's holy spirit coming to just pour his love out on everybody and they were going i want that i want that and they little their little tiny fingers they take hold of their little hands they take hold of my fingers and holy spirit they just go out under the power of god one after another and after other and there were these children just lying everywhere slain in the spirit it was just amazing and what you've just said i was ruined literally ruined after that experience it went on for two days and it was we we spoke it every single time we spoke it just it was just amazing and um and I said to the Lord I'm ruined this has to be the normal Christian experiences the family of God gather and in our homes this there's I know what I know what this is now and there's nothing nothing else we have to have this and yeah it marks you doesn't it marks you it does it does And seeing people, you know, like there was story, you know, I could go on forever, I won't, but story after story of encounters and people seeing Jesus and angels showing up and signs and wonders. And it wasn't the ones and twos. It was the normal experience of those who were showing up. It just blows your mind of how good God is. And I I agree, Liz, there's more. We've got to have it. There is more. And now's (laughs) the time. There is no option anymore, you know, and this this spirit is moving. But yeah, I agree with you. That's what I, when I'm with Jesus in my heart, like everywhere, the move of God, like your love, your presence just move across the face of the earth now. So, okay. So jumping to present day, you have released your amazing book, The King's Prophetic Voice, which I love and I think is, well, Obviously, it's highly acclaimed. You know, people are talking about it being a very, very significant book in helping us to be able to hear for ourselves the way God speaks to us. And there's some profound keys of wisdom in there. There's so much. And I love your heart and your experience and your years of walking with Jesus. It's in every page of the book. You're sharing from your own experience, aren't you? And being obviously in ministry for years. 
And yeah. um, and I love how you give permission to pe- to people to begin to understand their own relationship and how the Lord uniquely speaks to them because he's our father yeah. and he knows how we hear him. So yeah. can I can I ask you, would you share just some of the keys, the, the nuggets from the book? Yeah. How do people, if people are struggling to really hear the Lord, what would you say is the best way to begin to to discern, to take, like you say, the mystery and let it become a message as we discern how he's speaking to us? Yeah, well, I think um, one of the first keys is to recognize that God's first language is not English and sometimes it's not even words. And so if I just create a foundation that God always speaks through his word, he never violates the word of the Lord, we uh, the scriptures, and we must know scriptures. We must get the word into us. We must lean into the still small voice through prayer and just building relationship with Jesus. And then as we do that, to recognize that God knows how to speak to us. Yeah. In Acts 2, when Pen- the first Pentecost happens, the Bible tells us very clearly that everyone gathered from every nation, it says that everyone gathered, heard the disciples speaking in their own language. That means that God knows how to speak to you, friend, in mm. your heart language. He knows how to get a message across. And not only that, he knows how to speak to, uh, if every nation was gathered, it was those that believed in God and those that didn't. So there were many gathered that heard the Lord in their own language. God knows how to speak to you. He knows how to speak to your unsaved family members, and he knows how to get a message across, and he will do it through signs, wonders, miracles, the word of God, dreams, uh, speaking through repetitious numbers. He will do it however he needs to, to get a message to your heart. We can sit quietly with him, record it, research it, lean into what God's saying. And this book is full of simple mentoring tips to take you into that place of hearing the personal word of the Lord for yourself and also recognizing that he will speak in whatever way he needs to, to get a message across to you. Yeah. I love it because, because what you do is you, you help us realize he's speaking all the time. So your worldview is reset to be paying attention to everything. Like like even you said numbers, repetitive numbers everywhere, number plates, you know, whatever it is, books, other people speaking to you. Once you start to tune in, you begin to become very aware that he's, you're immersed in him actually. Yeah. And it adds the joy, right? It adds the joy. And that's something else you do in the book. You bring, you help people to bring the fun back into our relationship with Jesus. It's so brilliant that I've not heard that before, actually anybody teaching on the relationship needs to be fun. The Lord wants to have fun with his kids, right? (laughs) Yes. Especially now, especially in this season, we need the joy. We need the creativity of God. God created the universe. And yet so many of us in our encounters and connection with the Lord, there's no joy. There's no creativity. And I'm like, God didn't stop creating in Genesis and he's still the master communicator. And so he knows how to speak to us in ways that will blow our mind and make us laugh and help us remember what he's saying. And and like those repetitious numbers, um, you know, it brings a biblical foundation to so many who are seeing like 1111 and 2222 or 414, 818. It brings a foundation, uh, a Bible foundation for you to travel with the Lord and see the joy of the Lord and hear what he's saying in your life and apply it in your life. That's the other key, not just know what he's saying, then apply it to our life so that we don't miss those burning bush encounters. And here's, here's the kicker for me. God is speaking to believers and unbelievers all the time. 
right now, yeah. especially with repetitious numbers. We've got yeah. a, a blog on our website that gets over 20,000 hits a month, the great majority from wow. unbelievers wanting to know what is going on when I keep seeing 11-11 or 22-20-22. It's a knock, knock, knock at the door of the hearts of unbelievers. And this is my passion and part of why I've written this book so that believers, as believers, we can get the joy back and the, not miss the burning bush encounters and the bigness of God of how he talks, but also so that when the harvest comes in, as it is beginning now and as it will increase in this season, that they Mm. don't come up to us and we turn them away saying, that's not God. I mean, how tragic that happened in Deuteronomy five with the Israelites when Moses, the, you know, the flames and the thunderings and the, and Moses got the 10 commandments and he turns to a nation basically. And they say, we don't want that. That can't possibly be God. You hear from God, Moses. And there's Mm. an invitation in this season. We have Mm. to allow the King's prophetic voice to speak however he wants to speak to us, recognize him, apply it to our life, and then be ready for the harvest that's coming in that are going to have unusual ways that God has brought them into him, look at them and say, wow, that's God. Let me introduce you to the Jesus I know. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's true, isn't it? This this phenomenon with numbers has been going on for a little while now. It's everywhere. It's it is. <laughs> I've experienced it myself. Like four, 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 yeah. four, two, 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 one, 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 all the time. I'm like, okay, Jesus, what are you saying? You know, what are you saying to this? <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is. Like you said, there is such a uh, spiritual hunger right now and such a yes. spiritual awakening going on. There is. You know, and people, and we do need to really honor and listen and the lord is out of the box that we put him in (laughs) you know he's a big god you know and he's and i love it as well how you were actually let me just find what you said because i thought oh that's brilliant what is it um (laughs) um oh it's just it was it just moved my heart when i read this you said that um, as you're reading the Bible stories of how big our God is, you know, in the way that he spoke in so many profound, yeah. supernatural ways, right? Our supernatural God, like you say, is, that's normal life yeah. for our supernatural God. Um, you said that during the reading the Bible stories, you find yourself stirred to an uncommon pursuit to yeah. know this king who speaks and all who came to him were healed and whose voice still yeah. calls fishermen to be nation changers. And it just moved wow. me, it impacted me. And I thought it's the most yeah. important thing, isn't it? That we it learn is. how to hear it his is. voice and trust that he is speaking. We've just got to tune in yeah. to that. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, uh, Yeah, I think one of the things I love hearing back from people, even when they've read it, is they say, I feel seen because so many people are having encounters but not recognising it's the Lord or they've had some religious gunk placed on them that that can't possibly be God. Yeah, And then we add into that, that yes, for me, every sign and wonder, every time God speaks in a creative way, every time God speaks in a way that's out of the box for me, it's a trumpet call out of heaven to say, Jody, if I can do this, if I can release some gold on someone's skin, if I can release an angelic encounter to you, can you believe me 
for the impossible medical situations in an entire hospital to be healed mm. in a moment? Can you trust me that I really am the God who can save a nation in a day? Can you trust me that I can move even beyond what the governments are saying are possible in the nations today? Can you trust me to see pandemics uh, uh, just broken in a moment? All those things that the greater exploits of the Lord, the greater glory. Mm. Every time God moves out of the box, it's one, to show us how big he is, and two, to prompt Mm. our faith, to believe him for more in the nations, to believe him for nation-shaking billions souls harvest in the even the people groups that we would say god can't move there yes he can if he can create a diamond and i've seen him do it i've seen it in my own hand with my daughter watching where a um one diamond literally split in two and became two of equal sizes those things are amazing he is oh. glorious but if i can if he can do that can he not provide food for a nation even when food is maybe perhaps limited or held up? Can he not reach every last soul in a nation, even those who are determined to not have an encounter with the Lord? Every time God moves out of the box, it's a burning bush encounter for us to be like Moses and say, let my people go. I can trust you, God, that you are leading people out of captivity again, and you will move in my nation and in my generation, and we will have billion souls harvest. That's what it does to me. And may it do it to all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. And it's happening. You know it, don't you, in your spirit right now. We are coming, our eyes are opening. The eyes of our understanding are being flooded with light and we're beginning to see how big our God is, something more of how big he is and that he's inviting us to know him. He wants to be known by us a different level and to do the greater exploits like Jesus said we would do, you know. From that intimacy with him, from being able to hear his voice, being able to dream with him and to, yeah. you know, just believe, believe the earth, the earth is his and everything in it. Right. The knowledge yeah. of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters yes. cover the sea. OK, we just have a couple of minutes left. Can I ask you to pray with your yes. massively contagious passion? Will you just <laughs> will you just pray? Yeah, absolutely. Well, some of you may want to put out your hands just as a prophetic act of receiving. And Holy Spirit, I just ask you to come upon everyone who can hear my voice right now. Lord, would you just mark us with a contagious, insatiable, uh, fiery, blazing hunger after you, Lord? Would you pour out oil upon us? Would you pour oil on the flames of our heart, whether we would say they're just little smoldering coals or whether there's a level of hunger? God, take us to a new level of hunger after you, God. We say we want to be marked by you, marked with a passion after you, marked with a passion after what moves you, God, souls and miracles and revival in our nations. God, would you restore our first love after you, God? Would you restore a passion in our hearts after you, God, that's contagious? Would you make us a burning bush encounter for those around us that sparks would fly off us, that people would see us coming and say, I got to have what you have and God would you just meet each and every one of us with the realness of your love today the realness of your power I ask for increase of anointing increase of fire increase of revival and increase of your glory in our own lives and our families and for those of you who have family members who are not walking with the Lord right now we call them into the kingdom right now in the mighty name of Jesus we say now we send angel harvest angels after them and Lord that a hunger would be awakened in them 
them to serve you and run after you now in Jesus' name. Be blessed, friend. Be blessed with his love today. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh, Jody. <laughs> Jesus. I feel like a whole other level of passion, passion wow. to pursue his presence and deeper intimacy just exploded inside me. Wow. Holy. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Amen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel Holy Spirit pouring out. Wow. 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 Jody, so thank good. you. Thank you so much for giving us your precious time today. And guys, we just, we do, we pray that you have the most amazing week. I know that there was impartation then. So you're going to find yourself passionately, <laughs> unapologetically pursuing Jesus, you know, until you get to the level of being saturated in his presence and satisfied by his love that your heart actually longs to experience, you know, living in revival on the inside should be the normal Christian experience. And then collectively, as we come together, we're just on fire and in love with him and radiating Jesus. And, and the nations will see him through our lives, through our yielded hearts. But have the most amazing week, guys. We love you. Grab a copy of Jody's book if you can. It's, it's a brilliant, brilliant read. And look forward to being with you again next week. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed. <laughs>